Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. Thanks for joining me. This is Darren Ride. Today we're looking at part two of four of a recent sermon I preached on planning your year. Part two of four, here we go. It's like holding a handful of dry sand and it's just running through your fingers. That's time. And it just goes and you can't stop it and you can't stop it and you try to hang on to it and it gets away on you and the next thing you know, it's over. That's the nature of time. And so it's important in planning and thinking our lives that we have this eternal perspective. Another foundation is found in that passage I already looked at, Ephesians chapter 5, where it says this, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. That's redeeming the time, buying it back, investing it wisely, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And I find it interesting that woven in here with this thinking about time is this idea about God's will. Knowing and doing His will. Jesus, remember Jesus in the garden? He's about to get captured. He knows that. He's about to go to the cross. And He's praying this interesting prayer. He says, Lord, if there's any other way, please let's do it another way. If there's any other way except this cross, let's do it that way. He said, ultimately, Lord, not my will but yours be done. In fact, when He taught His disciples to pray, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. Part of that prayer was those famous words, your kingdom come. Your will be done. That's a prayer that we're called to pray. Pray for God's will and God's kingdom and God's glory. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, a very well-known passage. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. He'll direct your paths. And so the second very important foundation for planning is to surrender to God's will. To surrender to God's will. Understand what he wants and then yield to that. I've got this little planning sheet I've made for myself when I sit down every week or two to plan my week or the next chunk of time. And right at the very top of this sheet is this sentence. So I don't have enough time to do everything everyone wants me to do. But I've got enough time to do everything God wants me to do. I don't even have enough time to do everything I want to do. But I believe I have enough time to do everything God wants me to do. And so for a follower of Jesus Christ, this whole issue of planning and thinking about time is about discovering what he wants and then surrendering to it. Finding what God wants and then then yielding to it. See, planning, for a follower of Jesus Christ, planning is really about discerning. Planning isn't kind of taking my ideas and forcing them into my life. Planning is saying, Lord, what do you want? Discerning what it is, merging with who I am and who I know what he's called me to and moving forward that way. And if we don't do that, I know if I don't do that, I waste a lot of time. I waste a lot of time in light of eternity. I might get a lot done, but when eternity hits, it just didn't matter. That is personally my greatest fear. That when eternity hits, those five dots don't matter. That's what it says to be careful how you live. That's what it's talking about when it says, help us to number our days. Help us to understand where they fit in in eternity. So, That eternal perspective is essential. Surrendering to God's will is essential. Now what I want to do is shift to application. Now, let me just give you some uh, preaching theory, hermeneutical theory. Hermeneutics is the the art and science of preaching. Now this thing in preaching, there's this, this thing that preachers fight with called meaning versus significance. Meaning is what the Bible means. 
Significance is how it applies to us. Uh, some preachers are very heavy on meaning where they, they, they dig in and expound and dig into all the meaning, but they never actually bring it home and say, this is what it means to you. This is the, the action application. Others lean towards application so much so they always sometimes even get away from the meaning. <laughs> they get away from, uh, from the Bible. I mean, I don't know if I ever told you the story of a service Christian I were in once where this fellow was preaching away and it was a great church and they did some really neat things that Sunday morning. He was talking away and, and telling these stories and everything else and about 20 minutes in, he made this comment. He said, you know, there's a lot of verses in the Bible that go along with what I'm saying today, but we don't have time, so we're not going to go there. That's heavy on significance and very light on meaning. There was no, it, was, it was a Bible-free sermon. Well, we've, I've given you some biblical content, eternal perspective, surrender to God's will. Now I want to help you apply it. One thing I've seen in, in pastoring is that we're really good in church to telling people what to do, do this, do this, do this, but not so great at equipping people to do it. So what I want to share with you for a few minutes here is some, some things that I've done that help me put this stuff into practice. How do I take that eternal perspective? How do I discern what I have to do? How do I plan? Let me share some things. This first thing I'm going to share with you some of you will internally groan, and some of you will internally cheer. And some of you may be dispassionate. So this next phrase that comes up, if it's something that excites you, just say yay. And if it's something that bores you or bothers you, say boo. Okay? Just your gut reaction. Yay or boo. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you joining me. If you have any questions about this topic or want the entire audio in one piece, you're welcome to contact me, info at darrenride.com. That's info at D-A-R-E-N-W-R-I-D-E.com. Take care, God bless, and press on. Mm-hmm.